Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome back to Take Your Lead Podcast. One of the key things within leadership is the human side of leadership. And the human side of leadership is really the messy part. You can always deal with machines, you can always repair machines, you can always build bigger buildings, you can always renovate, you can always change offices, you can always change. A lot of things can be replaced, but when it comes to humans, they need to be handled with care. And not handled with care because they're fragile, but handled with care because they are important and valuable. There are certain things that are replaceable, but when it comes to humans, they are irreplaceable. And that's why as leaders, we need to be willing to invest in our emotional well-being. You are not a machine. You can't run like a machine. And that's why oftentimes you would find ourselves in deep holes of depression, uh, tired, burnt out, feeling the heat and the weight of everything because we put so much emphasis and focus on everything else and everyone else but us. And in the recent episode, we spoke about emotional intelligence and how it is a greater predictor of success and how it is something that's not only genetically or inherited or hereditary but it's something that can be learned and developed over time and that's why i'm glad in this episode to really zoom into the five components of emotional intelligence and how you can go about growing in these areas and the first component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. Self-awareness speaks of the ability to know one's emotions, strengths, weaknesses, drives, values, and goals. And being able to recognize, as we said in the recent episode, their impact on others. Because once you are able to know your own emotions, The more we know ourselves, the less we have to role play with others. The more you know yourself, the more you're able to identify your own triggers, your own bias, your own thinking patterns. You're able to ask and know, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And you're able to understand your weaknesses so that you're able to not allow your weaknesses to keep you weak because oftentimes our weaknesses are not meant to cause us to keep failing but two things I believe and I'll just suggest can be done around the space of weakness you can either work on strengthening your weaknesses or secondly find people or environments that substitute to your area of weakness how does this play in reality or in your context so for example you are weak in singing And it's really not a strength, but part of the work that you do needs you to sing. So one of two things can happen. You can forcefully sing and embarrass yourself and cause ear pain to everyone in the audience. Or alternatively, you can identify that I'm not good at singing. Let me find someone who can sing, who will be able to substitute for my lack or inability of singing. Simple. 
but if you don't know that you can't sing you you and that's the thing of competence where you don't know what you don't know and you find yourself doing it with passion but your passion is really not adding any value because it is an area of weakness so self awareness as the first component of emotional intelligence speaks of being able to know your strengths because where you are strength strong or where your strength is that's where you need to capitalize that's where you need to literally push your strength so high that your weakness is falling far behind but people don't know you based on your weaknesses but they know you on your competence they know you on your strengths and you have people who are substituting these areas of weaknesses so that they are parallel with your strengths in terms of execution So self-awareness as I mentioned at the top it speaks of even that drives what is it that drives you you need to know what drives you is it profits or is it people because at the end of the day you need to know what is it that drives me and recognize the impact on others while using your gut feelings to guide decisions and that's the first component of emotional intelligence the second component of emotional intelligence is self regulation and this involves controlling or redirecting one's disruptive emotions and impulses and adapting to changing circumstances you need to be able to regulate yourself it is often asked are you a thermostat or a thermometer do you read the temperature or do you influence and change and regulate the environment or temperature As a leader you shouldn't allow circumstances to inform who you are or dictate to you what to do and how to do it. However, you need to be able based on your awareness of yourself and your values to enter into a situation and be able to adapt to it to regulate to that uh, situation uh, ask yourself what is needed of me what is demanded of me what is allowed of me to do in this situation because once you're able to control and regulate it speaks also of self discipline where you're able to say no when everything in you or around you is demanding a yes where you're able to redirect your disruptive impulses and adapt to changing circumstances so the first component is self awareness the second component component is self regulation and the third component is social skills the recent episode we did on social intelligence being able to read the room who's in the room why are they in the room why am i in the room what contribution am i meant to make in this room because if you're not emotionally intelligent you might find yourself in spaces where you don't know how to contribute what to say and how to say it simply because you are in a room but you've not grown to maturity of distinguishing the role and the value that you meant to bring or add in the room so social skill really speaks of managing relationships in order to move people in the desired direction once you have a strong social skill within emotional intelligence you are able to manage relationships you're able to manage even relationships that you find yourself in or relationships because oftentimes as leaders beyond managing tasks that need to be done there's the dynamic of relationships because people work together how do you manage those relationships in order to move the ball forward in order to keep the eyes on the ball in order to ensure that the vision is being realized and people are moving in the desired direction and sometimes it's really not that people don't want to do what needs to be done 
but chances are they might be lacking a leader who has the social skill of lubricating them so that they are able to work together while working on a common goal and common vision. And that's the third component of emotional intelligence. And the fourth component of emotional intelligence is empathy. And empathy really speaks of being able to consider other people's feelings, especially when making a decision. Because when you are empathetic as a leader, you're able to put yourself in the shoes of the next person, asking yourself, how will they feel? How will this affect them? And this is true even within relationships, where it's not only focused on me, myself and I, as long as it makes me happy. It doesn't work like that in the leadership context, because in leadership, it's not about your happiness, but it's about the good. It's about the greater good and benefit of everyone involved. So when you are able to be empathetic as a leader, you're able to consider other people's feelings on the front end, not after they've told you, oh, that hurt, but you're able to think, oh, how, what will be the impact of this? And sometimes you might not always know, and that's where you able, the area of weaknesses I was speaking about, to have people who will enable you to see your blind spots where you can ask questions, if I make such a decision, how do you think people will feel? How do you think this will affect X, Y, Z? And once you borrow from that, you become emotionally intelligent because you then operate from a place of empathy where you consider other people's feelings and you don't just make irrational decisions because you feel like it, but you're able to step back and ask yourself and think and then be able to act. Part of what I often teach within emotional intelligence is it's beyond just making decisions because you feel like it. Because your emotions, you need to have control over your emotions. And part of you having emotion, control over your emotions is you, when it, need, it comes to making a decision, you're able to allow your emotions to subside. And then after your emotions have subsided, you're able to decide. Never make a decision when you are emotional. Allow your emotions to subside, to come down, and then only speak into what needs to be done. Yes, you factor in how you feel, but in this regard, it's not just feelings that are pushing you, but you've allowed thinking to come in. Because if it's just going to be emotions without thinking, it's definitely going downhill. It's going south. And again, if it's wrong thinking uh, with emotions, it's definitely a convoy south. (laughs) So over and above wrong thinking and emotions, allow your emotions to be enveloped by critical thinking, analytical thinking, and healthy thinking, where you're able to ask yourself, this is how I feel. Um, There's actually a picture I love um, speaking to where it's the brain speaking to the Uh, to to the heart as organs as to how let's partner together because we need each other for us to be successful. So the first component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. The second one is self-regulation. The third one is um, social skill, being able to have a strong social skill. And the fourth one is empathy. And lastly, uh, it's motivation, motivation. And when we speak of motivation, it speaks of a passion to work for reasons that go beyond money or status. This is where you are willing literally to work and do the deep, hardcore work beyond how much you're going to get paid, beyond what's in it for you. But you have a strong why. And that's why you need to first and foremost ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's the reason? 
that I'm actually gunning for that, wanting to achieve and be part of such and such. Because your reasons need to go beyond money or status. Would you still do it if there's no applaud? Would you still do it if there's no crowd? Would you still do it if there's no remuneration? And as we bring in our plane for landing, I just want to share three hacks with you, which I think are things that you can literally take from this episode, put in your pocket and begin to use, which will scale and help you accelerate your emotional intelligence growth. The first one, become a student of how you impact others. I think Kerry Yoff spoke to this recently in one of his um, blog posts as to how we need to ask people this question. What is it like to be on the other side of me? Got that? What is it like to be on the other side of me? I love this question. Because it actually helps you borrow from the other side of the people. How do they really experience you? And when you ask this question, do it openly and honestly. Don't be defensive. Just listen. Be willing to ask this question because it will help you show up better and handle and project your emotions in a healthy manner. So number one, become a student of how your emotions impact others. Secondly, protect your team from your moods. And how do you protect your team from your moods? This needs intentionality as well. You need to be consistent in your moods, in your values and your principles. They must not think of 10 ways to say hi or 10 ways to approach you because they know that you are consistent in what you do, in what you say and how you do it. And then lastly, drop the excuses. Just drop them. You're just too old to be making excuses. You're too smart to be making excuses. You're too equipped and empowered to be making excuses. Be willing to address weaknesses without being defensive. You need to really be willing. Willing. You need to be willing. And and again, the only way to grow within emotional intelligence is to have a growth mindset. And part of what a growth mindset asks is not can I, but how can I? And that's really the question I want to leave you with. In this episode, how can I become more emotionally intelligent? Thank you so much for being part of this episode. And I hope it has added value to you. If it has, please rate, review, tag us uh, online, post where you are posting. If we happen to see it, we'll definitely be sure. And by so doing, you are helping us reach more leaders and in order to empower them to be focused not only on the profits, but also on the human side of leadership. Till we meet again next time, continue to take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.